back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and we put them on our list. I think we're up to like 70 now. Yeah, anyway. I think we're in the 80s. 80s. Oh my I, God. Yeah, I think Holy we're in the 80s. Moly. Holy shit. Well, this <laughs> week we watched Smoke and Aces, so fucking, I hope you did too. <laughs> I hope you did too. <laughs> did you just so happen to watch 2006's Smoke and Aces this week? Hey, hey, so, that was timely. Hey, hey chum. <laughs> Have you watched 2006's Smoke and Aces starring Ryan Reynolds, Ray Liotta, and Jeremy Piven and Common? And many others. Yeah. Many others. Anyways, welcome back. James, Dustin, I'm John. How are you guys? Great. Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so good. How far ahead are we? I know, like, well, there's no pretense. Like, we do these way ahead. We're uh, uh, a few episodes ahead. Three, yeah, three, well, four. so this is like four, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Huh. So, what's outdated by the time that uh, the <laughs> <Yeah>. listeners hear it? <laughs> yeah. Well, you should just talk about old shit then. Um, well, uh, I'm watching Alone, so it'll be over when this comes out probably. So, that show's awesome. Alone? What's that? Alone. It's a show on the History Channel. I think it's like fourth or fifth season and it's all about uh if you know the guy that did uh survivor man the canadian that like uh, i've would seen, go out seen a bit of that, in the yeah. wilderness and film it all himself right it's kind of like that concept but it's like 10 contestants and oh, they're okay. left alone and they have not to with like, e- not with each other not no, with no, each no. other and they have to survive and they have to film everything okay and they're like and it's intense it is I've so James James hooked me on the show, so I watched all of last season in like a day and a half, two days, like yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this season. I've only watched the first couple episodes. This is in the Northwest Territories. Yeah, it's in the season. Arctic. Yeah, and it is fucking intense. I imagine to be up there. Yeah, yeah. It's because uh, I think the first three seasons are set on Vancouver Island. Are oh, they okay. all set in Vancouver Island? Uh, the first three, and then they did one. Um, I forget where. I think somewhere in Asia they did it. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like people <laughs> people leave within a couple days because they cut themselves or right. injure themselves or you know like it's it's nuts. So we got the first season is in uh, Port Hardy. Near, near Wi Fi up here? <laughs> the yeah. first season's near Port Hardy, and the second one's near Port Hardy. Third one is. I've been up in that port. I've been up in that Port Hardy. Is in Argentina. It's in Patagonia. Port Hardy, have you guys ever been there? It's a place no. where you feel like you're kind of at the end of the earth. Like oh, you, get really? to, you get to this town after driving all the way up the island, and then it's like. Then there's just nothing. Yeah, the, oh. like the ocean, and then oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so seasons one, two, and four are all near Port Hardy. Okay, and then five is Mongolia. It's in Mongolia. Mongolia. Yeah, and that is fucking weird and barren. Yeah, yeah. So how long do you have to stay out there? It's until you're the last last person. Yeah, like it's like it's nuts. Nuts. How long they last? Um, I I like it because it's like. Probably the most realistic uh, reality sh- game show hmm. you could watch. 
Yeah, I really, like, really this like ain't, it. This ain't Survivor. This ain't your Survivor. This ain't your daddy's fucking survival show. <laughs> it's so, it's always fun to say that. <laughs> yeah, squaggles, square bagels, square bagels. Uh, the other thing uh, I've been Fuck watching you, Dad. is uh, off of John's recommendation, The Butcher. Oh. I watched three episodes I of that. that. So I don't watch. I seriously, I swear to God, I do not watch reality shows except for James turned me on to Alone. <laughs> And, and then I heard, and, and I heard about this show called The Butcher, which is a reality show where they, they're butchers and they break down like an animal. Yeah, hmm. it, it's actually really interesting. I don't, for, yeah, some for some reason because it's like, it's just like straight up skill. It's more so like what, a cooking like each challenge. episode's like a different animal or something. No, it's three contestants for each episode, and you have three different competitions. So. The first competition, it's like, here's a half of a, a cow or something, and you have to break it into uh, whoever can put the most cuts out or right. something and like how, that, yeah. and how valuable it is. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah, they go by like how... Oh, value, yeah. Yeah, so like yeah. you have to pick which cuts you put out, right? and then they have to actually be sellable cuts. Right. So if like you... So say you take like, like a rib roast off, but it's done poorly, they're like, right. well... That's really valuable. Or, but, you know, you might break down a cut into two different cuts that you could use as one cut if you thought that was a better... That, that comes up a lot. And then so the, the second challenge, when there's two of them... Oh, no. The second challenge there's goes from four to three. There's three of them. It's usually a weight or something like that. So, like, the one is you had to cut a six-ounce steak, but you couldn't use a scale. Oh, okay. Just so by, it, just by yeah. So it's whoever could and, cut yeah. three of them would move on to the next. Hmm. That's cool. So and then it, usually the last co- the last competition is um, exotic. Like, yeah. So it was like an alligator, oh, okay. and then there was an ostrich. Oh, was which one. was the thing that was popping to my head for some reason. Yeah. So it's very weird. Yeah. And a lot of them have never. And, and vegans love this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you hear yeah. about those vegans? I heard about those, you know, those fucking those guys meat, in meat guys. God damn, man! Like, I I think Canada's weird. Wait, what? Because I'll, I'll get to it. But like, and then you hear about Europe, and it's like those guys are like fucking hundreds years years of like inbreding weirdness. Yeah, the meat activists. So these meat activists show up in front of this vegan place in England, a, a vegan market, market, mm-hmm. and they start eating. Oh, dead squirrels like raw raw, raw squirrel. squirrels they started eating meat. them is this meat activist is this kind of like uh, men's rights I feel like they like Jordan Peterson like <laughs> my feeling there's like a z- I like meat but yeah, I, I'm, I'm not eating no raw there's squirrels there's a Venn diagram <laughs> yeah there's a Venn diagram of like Jordan Peterson fans like and meat activists like and they're like it's really big it's pretty much the same circle <laughs> meat activists fucking losers so Jesus. of course they got charged with a bunch of stuff i mean they were mm. doing this like in front of the general public which included children what a- so it's just like what are you doing yeah I, like, I mean okay whatever <laughs> Fuck, fucking people just go eat a cheeseburger and leave and just yeah. leave the vegans alone like <laughs> god Anyways, so yeah, that's what I'm up to. Man, fucking meat people are oppressed, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I eat really. the shit out of meat, and you know what? I've never, no one's ever been that like, confronted me. Not yet. <laughs> I gotta go. Can you imagine how fucking like dumb you have to be and like Jordan Peterson brained out to just be like, I'm gonna go eat 
a, a dead squirrel. A raw dead squirrel. A raw dead squirrel. That'll show them. In front of vegans. <laughs> yeah. Because... I have to just prove that's just people who want to agitate people. It's nothing to do with anything. Just, like it's nothing. To just do with wait till you get a flyer. Someone's gonna give you a flyer. Some vegan activist is gonna be like, "I've been where you've been, man." Can you? Also I was look? addicted to meat too. <laughs> See, now I'm more on board with that guy, that chef. Those vegans were protesting oh, in Toronto? his restaurant. Yeah, and he like went to the window and cut the venison in front of yeah, him or whatever. Th- like that's fine. Like he's in, a, vegan- he's in his restaurant. They came to him. Yeah, those vegans were being dickheads, though. <laughs> right, yeah, for but sure. But they're just as bad as, like... Sure. The, it's like why can't piece. we all just, like, live in harmony, y'all? Like, <laughs> with the animals. <laughs> with the animals. I try to eat a plant-based meal once a day. Um, it doesn't once work. A day. <laughs> you gotta, what, cultivate the herd? This morning, I went count? to... Protect the harvest. I went to a and <laughs> Like yesterday, and I was like, I'm going to try the. Did you try the Beyond Meat? Oh, I eat, I eat it all the time. Oh, is it good? Oh, yeah, I like it. I haven't tried it yet. I was going to. Oh, really? You I should want, eat I'm one. curious. Um, I was like, going to go and like get a Beyond Meat burger, and I was like, fuck that shit. I'm getting a teen burger. So I got a teen burger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I, want, I don't eat hamburger very often. Well, sometimes you just. You got to. You got to have a burger. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I would I die. mean, I would die without a burger. Like, ever? Ever. Like you can never, like eat you can never eat a burger again. I'd be like, mm. oh man, there's like a lot. Just of pass me a pistol and I'll end this. There's <laughs> really, <laughs> there's a, a lot of things on that list. I'd give up. Like, I'd rather give up burger than a lot of other things. I don't know, man. Like, what's <laughs> that thing that starts with P? Oh, possums. Possums, yeah, yeah, possums are good. They are, they are um, cute little creatures who carry little little babies on their backs. I watched uh, I watched a movie called Phantom of the Paradise. Have you guys heard of that? Is yes, no. I have heard of this movie. It's a Brian De Palma film yes. from the seventies. Yeah, you know what? I just heard about this because they made a documentary, documentary about, about it, it yeah. called about, The Phantom of Winnipeg. Right, because it's very popular in Winnipeg. Yeah, and that's that's where I heard about it. Okay, yeah, um, I've been hearing about it for a while, but. Since the seventies when it came out, no, maybe? no, I wasn't aware of it until maybe a year or two ago. I've been, I've been here about this new um, thing that came out in the nineteen seventies called. <laughs> uh, it's like a weird, like in some alternate dimension of, or like another version of reality. Mm-hmm. This would have been the big popular movie instead of like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like it's a rock opera, kind of like about you know Phantom of the Opera. Right, uh, this guy gets disfigured and he's haunting this weird rock club. That's owned by this like evil rich record producer guy, um, and then they kind of like team up to do because st- he writes these amazing songs. But now he has this weird fucking mask on that he has to wear, and like oh. he starts murdering people in the in the in the whatever venue. Yeah, <laughs> the par- it's called the Paradise, the venue. So uh, yeah, it's fucking weird and awesome. <laughs> like really, I literally liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised it's not like super popular like because it's mm. i think people like you know people that like rocky horror picture show would definitely like it but it's not a movie you hear much talk about like i like i said i wasn't aware of it until a couple of years ago probably but yeah this documentary was coming out about for some reason this movie was really popular in winnipeg winnipeg and man. they show it like every year they have this theater that shows phantom of the paradise and really people come out to watch it so yeah isn't like winnipeg also the slurpy capital of the world is it 
I think so. Slavery oh, fuck. Capital. It's Winnipeg. It'd be really they, nice they, if... They got something going on. All I'm saying is it'd be really nice if one of us dropped, like, a bit of information once and somebody said, <laughs> yes. yeah, you're right. That's true. That's true. That's a true fact. That's a true fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't know this Slurpee capital. Yeah, I haven't heard the Slurpee thing. But I know they're, they're into Phantom of the Paradise. Uh, and the other thing, let's see, I've been reading uh, these new Conan the Barbarian comics from uh, Marvel. Marvel got the stewardship of the character back they used to do the conan comics way back when oh yeah and then they lost the whatever licensing i think dark horse was putting out conan comics for a long time hmm. but marvel got it back and jason aaron is writing it who love jason you aaron. know from scalped and southern bastards southern and bastards uh so i just read the first few issues i think there's already like seven or eight of them out but oh um, yeah so but hold on i know i just stop it i looked it up <laughs> And Manitoba was crowned the slurpy capital of the world. <laughs> yeah, Winnipeg for twenty years in a fucking row. Suck my dick, everybody. Oh, else. It's a thing you win every year. Holy shit! Seven Eleven stores across Winnipeg sell an average of one hundred eighty-eight thousand eight hundred thirty-three. One hundred eighty-eight thousand eight hundred thirty-three slurpy drinks per month. That's insane. A month. That's not that insane. Holy fuck. It's like one in every... Well, it's, how big is Winnipeg, man? It's not that big. Is uh, there a million people in Winnipeg? It's Canada. It's probably, probably, it's like, probably less. Probably 250,000 <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's 17 people in Winnipeg. <laughs> it's the third biggest city in Canada. But also they have long winters there, so that means they're still fucking buying Slurpees like crazy in the winter. Yeah, yeah. you would vodka in a Slurpee, though. True. <laughs> uh, anyway, these Conan the Barbarian comics, I uh, read the first few. And I was like, fuck yes. Like, this is, it just scratched this itch that I didn't even know I had. That, uh, like, I used to read some Conan comics when I was a kid. And it's just like, well, they're very basic, you know, sword and sorcery. Conan chopping the shit out of people with his big sword. But, like, mm-hmm. they're really fun. And I think Jason Aaron's doing an awesome job on it. So I'm going to be uh, collecting that regularly. That's cool. That's very cool. I wish I had collected comics still. <laughs> Right. Well, just uh, tell your children to fuck off and uh, read some comics. Okay, that's like twenty percent of Winnipeg's population. <laughs> We're still a month the, the math. It's pretty amazing. I mean, like, wait. So, how many people live in Winnipeg? Seven uh, seven hundred fifty thousand. So it's a fair amount of people. It's a fucking understatement. So, <laughs> well, it's under a million, but like, so like twenty percent of them are every his- month. Are buying at least one Slurpee. Yeah. Yeah. You know that there's like some fiends, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> gotta get my Slurpee fixed. Like tw- well, I used to drink a lot of Slurpees. I have myself. not, like, <clears throat> I personally do not drink Slurpees. I did a lot, uh, only until probably a few years ago. I, I mean, I, my kids would have a Slurpee every day if they could. If I was, I, I don't used know. to. <laughs> when I was a kid, we'd mm-hmm. walk home from school, me and Dan and Andy, and we'd stop at Max. And they get slurpy like every day, like every fucking but day. But that's like, that's some Stranger Things shit. Yeah, that sounds cool. Why do you think I like Stranger Things? <laughs> <laughs> for the slurpees. <laughs> for the slurpees. <laughs> Come here for the slurpees. Stay for the demogorgon. Right. <laughs> I, I think that was an underappreciated joke. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that one. Okay. Well, what are we doing? 
We're talking about this fucking movie or what? I wasn't allowed to say anything that I was watching. Yeah, then say it. I I got nothing actually. (laughs) I got nothing. I I was going to talk about something, but I can't remember. Um, I talked last time. I finished. I told you I finished Salem's Lot. They say that. No, you did not. Finished Salem's Lot. Barlow. Oh God damn it, Stephen. (laughs) Can you write Callahan? Can you just write an ending? Oh, I kind of remember liking the ending of that one. No, because so there's two things I don't really know. Spoilers for Salem's Lot, a novel that came out in the yeah. late 70s. <laughs> Wasn't Rob Lowe 80s. in a miniseries about? Uh, I don't know if they did a mini. They did an old t- TV movie of it. Okay. So it kind of just ends like pretty abruptly. They just kill him. Mm-hmm. Like Barlow. Yeah. Um, what happens with the with the priest? Callahan? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, his story continues in the fifth volume of The Dark Tower, which I'm rereading right now. Okay, so we'll spoil for The Dark Tower. <laughs> so what happens with him? Because he's just in... He, uh, he, he goes to, to New York, mm-hmm. and they he's supposed... So, so Barlow bites him, Yeah, but he says like he says this thing before, like he like turns him. He's like, your purpose will be like something worse than anything or whatever. And then he's like, he knows he's not turned... But he's like he's affected. Something will happen yeah. to me when I'm needed. Uh, he, well, he goes to New York, yeah, and he's like works in soup kitchen. He stops being a priest because he can't, like, he's not holy anymore. Or something. Well, that's why he can get bit. Yeah, because he like lost his he faith. lost his faith. Yeah, and yeah. so he works in soup kitchens and shit for a few years. He actually comes across many vampires while he's living there, and like subtly he starts killing vampires while he's there. Oh, cool. He ends up then later, like, kind of moving around on the road and killing vampires. And he knows that there are people looking for him. Like, he sees these signs, like, that describe him. Like, he has a burned hand and blah, blah, blah. Uh, He ends up going through a portal somehow and ending up in Midworld, which is where the Dark Tower stuff takes Mm. place. And so then they've they've come, the main characters of that series have come across him in this small town. And he's helping them kind of. Cool. It's a fun. It's a fun book. Like um, I listened. Like I listened to it on tape because I drive so much. But um, uh, Stephen King does this. Uh, I, he does tape, his, eh? Well, <laughs> I guess I'm old. On laserdisc. <laughs> I listened to it on laserdisc. <laughs> uh, I listened to it on fucking eight track. Whatever the fuck it's called. Real Aud- to real. Audible. <laughs> He's got like set up in his car. Oh, can you imagine how many eight tracks it would take to listen to a book? Oh Jesus. Um, and uh, Stephen King does this thing where he talks like he, he does his like intro and he talks about like reading like, Dracula. Oh yeah. When he was a kid and like his mom like his, I mean it's he's writing his mom so his mom sounds like dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it really comes through like sometimes you read those four words and you're like why the fuck am I reading this this has nothing like there's no I always connection. read the four words by King and, just because I enjoy his voice yeah and his his connection from like what he, his forward to the actual story is so strong mm-hmm. like like where you're like oh wait a second like he gives you little the clues like he pretty much tells you exactly what's going to happen in the book, yeah, yeah. in the forward, mm. and like, like after it's like already, you're so far deep into it, you're, like, you're like, oh, oh shit, yeah. yeah, he told me the entire thing, <laughs> like how he's got this gang of like people, and like, yeah, it was cool, and then you see the theme actually, like, because you kind of see the same theme in um, the dark, sorry, in Salem's Lot that you see kind of in it, with like where you see like 
how it's the town it's the town but it's mm-hmm. also like there's that's a, something he comes back to the town because he writes like especially about like um uh castle rock uh, yeah and like so there's like the town has something about it right yeah but there's also like this idea of like there's a group and they have these things and they come together and then they overcome right, something yeah. like like we're well, actually he, he does towns really yeah. well because then he has like under the dome too like oh you, under get the, the you get the lay of the land and like here's all these different people in the community and how they interact and yeah. all the different roles they I have mean, and, under the dome is one of my favorite that's books what, by him yeah worst ending worst ending of- <laughs> but like that book is fucking great anyway yeah long story short salem's lot it's good it's quick. It's actually a pretty quick. Go out there read. and check out that Salem's Lot. Yeah, from the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, too long we've spent on Salem's Lot, and not enough time we've spent on smoking aces. Two thousand six. Hello, Joe Cornahan. <laughs> Let's hear a trailer. Buddy Israel. No former witness against the mob has been as crucial as Buddy. Aces Israel. He's a strung out, washed up, has been jerk, snitch, settlement loser. What are you trying to say? What's the rate? One million bucks. Million dollar hit fee would draw some huge flies. He's not only essential to our case, he is our case. They're gonna pour boxes of bullets in Israel. They must not succeed. When do we get consigned? If an attempt is made on his life, it'll be made by those of the strictest professional caliber. All right. Well, I picked this movie because I had fond memories of it. Yeah. Watching it in 2006. I remember being um, embarrassed by my like of this movie because, well, I mean, it got shit on. And now watching in 2019, I understand why. (laughs) Um, But like when I was 2006, I was like, I I think I saw it in the theater and I was just like, oh yeah, man, this movie's like violent and Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like a fun escape. Right. Yeah. And it really is that. Like it is like a fun little escape, but I don't know if fun is the word I would use for well, this. Well no, movie it's for not me. fun. I shouldn't have said fun, but that's I mean, coming from myself. Yeah, but. let's get to the plot of this movie. So plot of the movie is you've got Jeremy Piven as Buddy Aces Israel. He is a uh Las Vegas performer. And uh there's a pretty much a hit out for him. At least we think there's a hit out for him. And Everybody comes out of the woodwork to collect on it, including uh, the FBI's out there. FBI's trying to pick him up. Um, the hitmen are different. Bad, all these different characters of hitmen are trying to kill yeah. him. There's bail bondsmen trying bail to bondsmen. Pick, him, pick him up. And this movie is just a who's who of like future A or A plus talent and past A talent. Right. I mean... Ray Liotta, I'd say past a talent. Yeah, this was Jeremy, after his peak. I mean, Jeremy, how did they get all these guys? <laughs> in, in well, one. some of them. Uh, well, Ray Liotta was in Narc, Narc, which Joe Carnahan also directed. Which fucking rules! Great fucking movie. His best movie still to this day. In my Ray opinion. Liotta. No, Carnahan. Oh, I was gonna say like, have you seen? Um, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. <laughs> yes, I've seen. No, Goodfellas. no. You know what? No, it goes. It goes. <laughs> fucking narc, smoking aces, and then Goodfellas. And then Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah. And there's a space between smoking aces and Goodfellas. Like it's down here. Oh <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the space was. There's a like shitload of people in your pinky. Uh, like Carnahan. Uh, 
I like Joe Carnahan. I love Narc. I think the gray is pretty fun that he did with Liam Neeson. I even kind of liked his fucking A-Team movie, even though, I, I mean, like, if I watched it now, I'm not sure I'd feel the same I way, don't think but. so, but I remember watching the A-Team the first time and being like, that was all right. this movie's fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like that movie, except for the whole end scene. Of A-Team? Of A-Team. I don't really remember it, to be honest. Where, you know, I never watched the show, but yeah. they did the whole, like, this is what's going to happen, <laughs> and like... Oh, right, they would do their plan, right, right. and they'd, yeah. you'd show them working on all their shit. And they'd be like, uh, and then there's Mr. T putting the fucking thing together with the gun and whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yes, <laughs> sure. Every episode. This, happened, okay. this happened every episode. I never watched it. What do you smoke? One of those health freaks? Fuck you. <laughs> never watched it. Yeah. But uh, smoke and aces, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what happened at the end of the A-Team movie? Well, the A-Team, it's like, here's the plan. We're going to do all this crazy shit. And then, you know, peekaboo, we're going to, like, lift the shipping container and then, like... Oh, yeah, they move a shipping container. Because they play, like, the shell three game. Three-card Monty, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And it's just like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that that <laughs> Give happens. me a fucking break. I mean, the way that shit goes down, like, a whole fucking ship... Like okay, we're all not, the stuff falls off. Okay, we're not. I spent too much time talking about Stephen King. We're not uh, talking about <laughs> fucking the eighties. All right, we'll do it next. Then. It's Carnahan related. It's Carnahan. It, it's smoking aces adjacent. <laughs> yes. So this movie is seriously though, like Ben Affleck, Andy Garcia, Alicia Keys, uh, Taraji P Henson, um, Chris fucking Pine is in this movie. Steals the movie as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, Joel Edgerton, Jason Bateman, yeah, Matthew Fox. It's like it's kind of a crazy, crazy cast. A lot of people. What's, and, the, what's the director that's in it? Oh, um, Pete Pete Berg, whatever. Yeah, Berg. Peter Berg. Pete Berg. Yeah, there's a shitload of people in it, and uh, and that's one of the problems I think with the movie is there's so many characters that you don't really give a shit about any of them, like. None of them. I don't care what happens to Buddy Ace's Israel at any point. I don't care if the FBI gets him. I don't care if the hitmen kill him. I don't care if... No. Whatever. I think that the the movie, yeah, it adds characters and takes away from any kind of, like, personality of the character. Like, you, you don't... Yeah. You don't like any of them. I mean, Ryan Reynolds does get to do some stuff. But it's not till the end of the fucking movie. Yeah. So before that, I don't give a shit about no, it. No, and Ryan Reynolds actually like, I'll say this: everybody in this movie is actually quite good. Yeah, I mean, like Chris Pine, you mentioned his. He Chris has Pine. a really great scene or two. Um, well, Chris, which Pine, at the time, like, I don't think anyone would have fucking known who he was. No, I didn't know who he was. I didn't when know I saw who he was. This movie originally. Chris Pine is my favorite person in this movie, and I remember like. As as a, when I watched it, I was as, as a kid. I was like fucking <laughs> twenty fucking five when I watched this movie. Um, uh, Chris Pine was my favorite character then. Oh yeah, and he was still now. Like I, the whole the Tremor family. Yeah, the Nazis, the neo-Nazi yeah, guys. They those guys were. Uh, the, the big one is Jeeves is Kevin Durand, who's been in just a shitload of stuff too. But he's not like. You know, a household name or anything. But I don't know. Those guys are a little bit much for me. <laughs> a little over the top. Oh, I'm it's, sorry. It's just a little too much. <clears throat> they are way over the top, but in a movie where everything is, I guess that they don't feel that super. Yeah. Out of I know, place but to me. like, so there's so many people in it. Mm-hmm. You don't give a shit about any of them. Yeah. And it's all over the top. 
I mean, the violence is pretty good. The violence is good. The shootouts are pretty good once they start happening. I'm going to say for me, watching it originally, when I didn't know who a lot of these people were. Mm. Yeah, like Taraji P. Henson's another person I wouldn't have known who she was at the time. Like, it does, it totally changed. I don't know. Even Jason Bateman, like I knew who Jason Bateman was. Joel Edgerton, I didn't know who he yeah, was. Yeah, like at the Joel time. Edgerton, like Jason Bateman, by the way, also awesome in his like one scene in this movie. Yeah. And I think like I, I really like I don't know I Common. I didn't know who Common was. This was his debut. Oh, this was see, his there film you debut. go. And now so, he's been you know he's been in a shitload of stuff. Since. And Common's great. Common is yeah, great. Yeah, he's good. He's solid. In this. He's solid. Like it, so. Rick. What I what, who yeah. who I unfortunately really want to point out is Jeremy Piven. Mm-hmm. So, Jeremy Piven, I believe, has a skill set as an actor. Yeah, he plays certain characters excellently. To be, like, I'm not saying this is an Oscar-worthy performance by any stretch of the imagination, but Jeremy Piven is a great actor. Yes. Like, he is a great <laughs> actor. He's a piece of shit as a human being. I've heard that. I don't, and I don't know much I think about it's, that. Well, I think it's ruined his his career. Yeah, he hasn't done... He seems like he hasn't done much since, like, Entourage ended, right? Oh, uh, no, literally, he got... He had a TV show, and it got canceled because so many women accused him of sexual assault. Oh, it was assault. one of those kind of situations, was yeah. it? Yeah. And, like, that's... That's right. That's, that, right. It, that's been dogging him that. for, like, 20 years. I remember thinking, oh, yeah, he's an asshole for some reason, but I don't... I didn't remember why. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> But uh, he's also very good at playing assholes. Like, and that's super a, good at it. And that's the thing, is, like, I look at a person like Jeremy Piven, and I'm like... I love ev- whenever you're in something you're yeah, you're great. so great. Like why couldn't you just been a better like I, person? I just rewatched PCU. Oh, great movie. And Judgment Night and he's great in both of those movies. PCU is such a fun movie that no one's heard of. Yeah, it's just like a college stoner movie yeah. but it's really a lot of fun yeah very in fact funnier now maybe than it was at the time i have not out. watched that movie in 15 or 20 years i hadn't either which is why i've watched it again but uh and then did you you watch judgment night because remember i had picked it but then we didn't end up doing it yeah i we, watched we, it we switched movies he's great in it he is so good in it as that scuzzy but like friend yeah just like yeah and that movie's interesting because like Speaking of the movie, like how it like pushes the characters to like make decisions mm-hmm. that they don't like they to show who they really are. Yeah, as the movie goes, like, like everyone's in there doing their character yeah. really well in that, and he like especially is standing. All right, so check out our review of <laughs> non, that was uh, our short review of Judgment Night. Judgment Night um, <laughs> on. Uh, action, action after dark. <laughs> oh yeah, after dark. Action, where we action. watch uh, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> that where is we a thing. accidentally watch other movies and <laughs> talk about no. them. We're gonna do one on double team. <laughs> Dustin, has, James hasn't said anything in like fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, I kind of fell asleep over here. What were you talking about? We were talking about Jeremy Piven. Oh yeah, the Pivenator. Piven. <laughs> I Jeremy Piven, man. Like I, he he could be great. Ray Liotta in this movie is playing. A couple characters, I think. Really? I mean, uh, based on his you've, accent. You've got the, oh no, you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of Andy Garcia. Oh, Andy Garcia. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia, based on his accent, is playing two, if not three, people. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I didn't notice anything uh, accent-wise for the first chunk of the movie. I thought he was just doing Andy Garcia, and then yeah, in like the last section of the movie, he suddenly has like. I think a Boston accent. I have no idea. I don't like. It was just like he switched all of a sudden. Well, uh, he almost just plays. I mean, 
it's like the same character from uh, the Oceans movie. Yeah, yeah. Except, like, yeah, he's except the, he's an FBI director. Right, he's the FBI guy, but he's also kind of a little bit bad, or at least. Oh no, he at was, least like right. Okay, well, they morally it, bankrupt, or I don't know. No, they introduced that whole part to be like, this is the machine. Right, like the bureaucratic. The, the machine element. has to keep. That was it. Was we haven't even described like more of the movie. <laughs> well, well, there's not much to describe. Really. I mean, so all these hitmen are coming after Buddy. He's holed up in Lake Tahoe in the penthouse of some hotel. Can, uh, yeah, common he's got, is his. Uh, he's got common is his head of security. He's got the Russian guy played by Joel Edgerton, and then all these different, you know, kind of. Almost like a video game where you can choose all these different characters to play as. Yeah. Like a fighting game or something. Except like in this case, it's like assassins. Right. Yeah. So you've got uh, Alicia Keys and Taraji P Henson are a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're enjoyable in this movie. Yeah. They get good. a little. They get a little bit more to do than some of the other people. You've got Nestor Car- uh, Carbonell as this Pascal Acosta who chewed off his own Fingers. fingerprints. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, you got the neo Nazi guys. Oh, Laszlo Suit, the one who descri- who disguises himself. He's uh, right. Tommy Flanagan. He's from guy fucking from Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy with yeah. the scar on the his scars. face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to, or Gladiator. I used to think of him as the guy from uh, from Braveheart, actually, <laughs> way going way oh. back. Because he he's very you know he's a really recognizable dude with that yeah. huge scar. I like him, but you know he doesn't have much to do other than be this guy who disguises himself. Yeah, exactly. Um. Jason Bateman, you get that one scene. He hires Ben Affleck and his crew to to pick him up for the bail, the bail yeah. bondsman thing. And so, like, why is Ben Affleck even in this fucking movie? I don't know. These guys, they're like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to wear these security uniforms. We're going to get in the hotel. We're going to get Buddy. And while they're talking about that, parked at, a road, at the roadside... <laughs> the neo-Nazi dudes pull up and just kill them. Which, I, so I think the reason... See, it's just it's that, just to have a guy to that, come back and kill Chris Pine at the end. Yeah, but that could be a great, like to me, that could be its own that, that, movie. That could be its own movie, but it's, it's also a, it's a uh, what's the word when you like you like you, playing with expectations. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, said, Ben Affleck's in this, so he's going to be a major part of it. And yeah, then he just dies like a few minutes. Yeah, in. it's like when you, it's like in um, Deep Blue Sea. Uh, no, I was going to say it's like when in, in uh, the what's the what's the fucking movie. Uh, the president Harrison Ford Air Force One Air Force One when Seagal's in that movie that's oh, executive decision that's executive, oh, executive decision. decision sorry executive decision. get then, your airplane movies right sorry I apologize <laughs> yeah um, but I mean first also I'm I'm a huge Ben Affleck like apolo- I, I think, apologist <laughs> I think he's I think Ben Affleck is is great in everything he does, pretty much. I don't know so, about everything, but he definitely has been most, good in a lot uh, of things. Most things. things. Like he's like, he's bad. He's good. He's good. Sure. What's he bad in? I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and go through his filmography no, just think of right something. now. Um, what's, what's he Batman versus Superman? Sure. Never seen it, so. <laughs> I refuse to watch those movies. <laughs> Jersey Girl? I don't know. What was that? Oh, what Jersey was that Girl one where was... he was a mobster? Oh, how about yeah. The Accountant? Have you seen The Accountant? No, you, Cult... That movie it's is fucking weird as shit. Yeah, so that bananas. movie has a huge following. Though. Yeah, because it's fucking bananas. It's yeah. like he's an autistic guy who is an assassin. Anyway, it's <laughs> so podcast worthy. <laughs> we should probably do it at some point. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I like Ben Affleck. So I'm like, oh, cool. Ben Affleck's in this. I forgot that he dies immediately. <laughs> so yeah, I was looking forward to I seeing him realize. in the movie. Um, but he's not even a part of it. One after, like he just dies. 
his one guy from his group gets away. He he lost. And who's some the fingers. one guy that gets away? He's no one I know. His guy named Martin Henderson. Um, so he gets away and he comes back at the end and kills Chris Pine's character by in the dumbest way. Like he's like, oh, give me your car keys. He gives him his keys to his car and then he goes to run away. And then he's like, no. And then he just shoots him a bunch of times, hits him every time. His not even looking where he shoots with yeah, a handgun. With a handgun. <laughs> he would never hit him once. <laughs> but anyway. This but, isn't this fucking is, Mythbusters, is, man. Just <laughs> It's not Mythbusters, but it's also like, even in this movie, it felt like kind of silly. Well, it's very like slapsticky kind of. Yeah, it's trying to, well, like there's trying to be a Guy Ritchie thing. They're trying to, they're trying to have a Boondock Saints thing. And at this point. So, so wait, well, I, so when you say Boondock Saints, do you mean like a Tarantino ripoff yes. of a ripoff. Yes, that's what that's what we're, I've arrived at. And I mean, when I saw this the first time, I was like, meh. So it's redundant this, of redundancy. At this point, it was like, okay, Tarantino is a guy who plays homage to all these genre film stuff, but he does it in a weird, and unique way. Like then, you had, then you got then you had your Guy Ritchie's. Okay, Guy Ritchie also pretty good. Brings his own flavor to it. And then you started to get these watered down versions. Ray Liotta in Revolver. <laughs> You started to get Boondock Saints. And this isn't even as good as Boondock Saints, I don't think. Like, uh, What's that guy's name? Yeah, I forget Troy that. Troy Duffy? Troy Duffy. Oh, wow. That was on the tip pull of your out. fucking pull tongue, James. Out. Good pull. Well, there's a whole documentary on him. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. That guy that. sucks. Yeah, he's he's like a piece of shit. Huge douchebag. But the thing is, even when Boondock Saints come out, Everyone fucking loved it. I did. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. great. You're great. You're so good. It's not that. It's just that I'd already watched all this other stuff. So it was just like, this is just yeah, trying to cash in on that. Except like there's going to be somebody who's going to be the new Tarantino. He's going to make movies exactly like Tarantino or she. I mean, it's 2019. Ladies can make movies. They. They. Um, <laughs> they. They could be Asa. I don't know. Uh, they. Uh, Someone's gonna make movies just like Tarantino. Yeah, I mean, my and, point, and, it's, and we're gonna fucking love them. Maybe my point is at this point, I was already sat oversaturated with this kind of thing. So when Smoke and Aces came out, I don't think I hated it, but I was just like, meh, whatever. Yeah. I understand why these movies come out though, because I think that where maybe like you as like kind of more of a cinephile type person who's like watching everything all the time, like you are like okay. I'm, I don't need any more of this like derivative shit. Whereas people who are like more like, oh, I like, you know, Pulp Fiction. That's the movie with the the guy, you know, John Travolta, and, yeah. and it, I, it was good. Oh, this movie's kind of like that. Oh yeah, this is probably pretty good too. Sure. And I think that it was still more of a time like that where, I mean, we still aren't. Who knows? But I think that it it, it could have been successful. It's just that the script, it's just not that great. No, it's not. It's and not the great. kills and aren't great. Like nothing about uh, this. The kills are fine. The violence, I think, the shootouts are fairly well done. But it, it's just that you don't actually care about the outcome of them. Like, well, the con, the con, the whole concepts not that bad. Where they all have, they're yeah, all yeah, going no, after. It's a fun idea. It, it's just how it turns into what it does at the end. Yeah, then you get the really convoluted like, plot twist where you're like, I don't give a shit. fuck? Like, I don't care about any <laughs> of this Turns out stuff. the old mobster guy is Buddy. The guy that he's at war with, this old mob guy, is his actual father. And he was this FBI agent that they thought was killed, but he like had 
facial reconstruction to to go deep cover in the mob and become like the yeah, leader. Yeah, but then I thought this file randomly just is like, oh hey, we found this. Yeah, yeah. you and, might want to know. Yeah. But then also like, it, all I could think about was like, so this guy's gonna kill his own kid. Yeah. Oh, is, was he like had her? Didn't he have her with like a showgirl or something? And he didn't even know it was his kid or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like a it's a mutt. Like it's not like a dog. Like, like it's like this is your this is your son. No, but still. he didn't. He didn't know it was his son. But he knows now. I don't think he does. I don't think oh, at so any point he the, came oh, into so that knowledge. Well, there was that lawsuit for the paternity test, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So who wants? Is it the FBI that is doing this, or is it he being like, "Get me my kid's heart"? Well, that's what he said. Uh, he it, hired the Swede that in yeah, that conversation. He hired that special doctor. Yeah, so he is. He tra- is he's the gonna, one. He's gonna kill his own. He's gonna son kill his own so he son. Can continue to live. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, fuck all of this. Like, like <laughs> but that's so- the thing. There's no one to root for, and I mean. Okay, so at the end, all right, I'm with Ryan Reynolds at that point. I'm sure I'd be pissed off. My partner was killed, and it was all for what? It so been, he goes in and he unplugs both of them. It would have been better die. if he had to just put a bullet in both of them. I wanted him to kill Andy down. Garcia, even. Yeah, <laughs> but like, like I think, like, but that's where the movie doesn't do enough. But it's like, oh, okay, but now I'm supposed to care. Like at this point, like at the end of the movie. Yeah, and I think that's where the point where like movies like this always fail because they never go far enough. Like they want to, they want to have all this hyper violence and like they want to like, and have the Nazi stuff, right? They're like, this is edgy. Like right. we can do the this. Na- is all kinds of crazy shit going on. When in reality, at the end of the movie, there should have been that conversation, and Ryan Reynolds should have walked in. He should have like shot both of them in the head <laughs> once, and then he should have shot Andy Garcia, and that would have been a better ending. I guess. I mean, it, it, maybe it would have been, but like. It still wouldn't really do anything I'm for you. I'm not saying it would have saved the movie, yeah, but yeah. it would have done something. Yeah. Like, And that's where it's like, because the best writing, I guess you could call it, of this movie, like dialogue-wise, is at the end, where it's like, oh, this guy can write actual, like, he yeah. can write decent dialogue. And Reynolds performs and Reynolds it de- de- is decently and everything. But it's it's but way too late. It's, it's way too late. And that's the thing, because though. Because we've spent the whole movie being like, jumping around, being like, oh, and here's these guys, the, ba- the Bail Bonds guys, and here's these uh, female assassins, uh, and here's these the, Nazi guys, and here's the... And here's the story with the, the kid and the grandma. And the, oh, and then we throw the, throw the stuff in with Common and how he feels betrayed by Buddy. And like that. actually, that scene is decently done, but it's like, at this point... It's too late. You've given me nothing to care about all the way through the movie until this point. And then, and there's other people that just get killed. Like Matthew Fox is the security guy at the at the hotel casino, and uh, Nestor Carbonell's character comes in and just kills him. And it's like, okay, he well, he got to have a scene where he talked for a minute, and then movie, he got killed. This movie and does the, not care about its characters in any way. And why is Booger in this movie from yeah, Revenge of the yeah. Nerds? <laughs> He's the lawyer who's trying to work out the deal for Buddy so that he can turn who actually does a state's pretty, evidence. Who actually, who yeah. actually does a yeah, really does a good, good job. job. But also, I wish we was, don't know anything about him. Yeah. He would have been great on The Good Wife. That scene where he's like <laughs> devastated that yeah, they yeah. got screwed up. Yeah, I believe does. that. No, for sure. But then you want to know something about him. We don't know anything about him. We just know that he's the lawyer for Buddy. Yeah, because he's like, they killed us. They killed yeah, us. Yeah, they killed him. Yeah, yeah. He does and a great job. Like, Wonder, okay, so I mean, let me... What if this was a like an HBO show, a series, a yeah. series? Yeah, that would have worked a lot better. It would have like we, I think it actually would have been great. You, you decompress this thing. You like 
it's, it's like a it's like a spine that's been crunched down and yeah. compacted and you if you could stretch it out over eight like, or ten I'd episodes like to, i really want to know been something right i want to know ben affleck's character like i want to know like what his sure, whole, like, you want to meet all these people properly and and, and have this backstory for them. I really want to know the the fucking Tremor family. Like, <laughs> what kind of sick hellhole did they come from? I, I don't think putting it into a show it would have got it would get any better. No, really. you don't think so? I think no. it could. I think it it could have that potential too. I think the writing would have to change. Like this reminds yeah. me of. That polar movie that came out. Oh, polar yeah. Express? I didn't, I didn't watch no. that. Uh, Tom oh, the, Hanks. The one no. with uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Oh uh, yeah, it's no, Uncanny Valley. Uh, I didn't like that movie either. Uncanny Valley. Why do you say that? Is there a weird CG in it? Yeah, Polar Express. I'm not oh, talking polar about. Express. I'm not talking about polar on the train. Express. Polar. Polar. <laughs> Mads yeah. Mikkelsen. Yeah. 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 That movie it, fucking it's, sucked. It's like similar kind of. I did just read, a bunch like, of crazy, just a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. And crime Pol- and polar. A comic book though was good. <laughs> this guy's on this polar thing. Okay, yeah, polar tip. No, I did. I like the comic book. It's just done better. Oh, it was it based on a comic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, fuck you. I'm just making up <laughs> this shit. Sure. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a comic that was unrelated to the Netflix movie. Yeah. Um, if it, I, I don't. I think that if they suss this out over like eight to ten episodes. Yeah, I think it could be good. It could be. Oh good. yeah, did you guys? Did one of you just mention the kid and his grandma? Yeah, yeah. did. Like, what the like, fuck is what with was that? that all about? And the kid is like getting some a hard on kid and like saying all this weird shit. Yeah, to and him. he's getting a hard on while he's in the tub. Oh, yeah. is that the weird like autistic kid? I guess no. Uh, he's something. Well, they showed the pills for Ritalin. Ritalin. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what was like? Why? What? Why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like why? this movie needed more shit. Uh, something Ben Affleck said though was I guess he said I think maybe to Carnahan when they were filming this movie was if he could take ten percent of his earnings and bet them on Chris Pine that he would do that. Like, oh really? To be, yeah, to become something. It's Chris Pine, the most underrated Chris. Yeah. So he came in. Uh, he repla- he replaced Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon was supposed oh, to be that character. Wow. Michael, that been Michael s- Shannon got kicked out of the movie for being a dick to somebody in craft services or something or costuming or. I'm gonna say this: Michael Shannon would have been great. Sure, but Pine uh, Pine killed it. No Michael Shannon time. scares me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just gonna show it's got strange intensity. Like to I like I think I'm just gonna show my kids like just like videos of Michael Pine or sorry of um, Michael Shannon talking. Yeah, it's doing interviews. I'm like that's enough probably to give my kids nightmares. But you know who loves this movie is fucking Terrence Malick. Thinks it's what? Thinks it's excellent. Thinks Tree of Life, one of his favorite movies. Yeah. The Thin Red Line. Yeah. What? Days of Heaven. Badlands. What's he? What? Terrence what, Malick. What is he? Why? I don't know. He thought he thought it was excellently directed. It's not poorly. It's not a poorly made film, and I think that's the, it's, its ultimate downfall is that it's not bad enough to be. Good. Truly bad, yeah. and it's not good enough to be. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, that's that's what I find so frustrating about this kind of movie is that it's not a piece of shit like like Raw Horse, but it's not it's not fun either. Like you you this should be fun, and it's not. I think that's the thing that I was like waiting for the entire time when I was like, I was excited. I remember I uh, before I watched it, I, I read uh, the AV Club review oh, yeah. from from the time. And it got like a C minus. 
And I was like, no, I think, I don't know, I think it's going to be different than this. Like, time will show that this movie is, like, actually pretty good. And no, Time's going to tell on that one, motherfucker. <laughs> and and it, it hasn't. This is not Pinkerton. Like, it did not get better with age. Like, it, it it's, it's, I don't want to say it sucks. It's just, like... It's that it's that frustrating thing where it's like there's so much potential here. There's so much talent involved. You've got a, actually a good director. You've got an amazing cast of people. This might and yet be, this is the this is what we got. Like this might be the most solid cast of any movie we've ever done. It'd be up there for sure. I mean, there's almost everyone across the board is a star, right? Yeah. Uh, Smoke and Aces Two, Assassin's Ball. What? Yeah. I know, I know Have that. you seen that? No. No, I knew about it. I haven't seen it this is a i assume a direct-to-video type uh film because i don't remember seeing any trailers for smoking aces 2 i guess who uh who's in this mark ruffalo give me the rundown cast gina davis scott atkins <laughs> is scott atkins actually tom in fucking it? berenger if scott atkins is in it we need to clean crawford it. from rectify got oh k- get kicked off the uh, lethal weapon tv show that guy's a... Oh, Tommy Flanagan's in it again. Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> Maury Sterling's in it again, who was the small Nazi brother. So you do have some people coming back, but not any of the ones you, you Laszlo give a shit about. Laszlo Suit? Wait. Oh, Vinny Jones. Of wait, course, so wait, of course Vinny Jones is in it. How was he not in the first one? So Laszlo Suit, though, he's not... So he's one of the Nazis? Yeah, he's like the third one. That but he's not, the, one of the, he's not a brother, then. Yeah, he's the small. No, he's because there's Darwin Tremor. Yeah, Jeeves Tremor. Tremor. I didn't write Laszlo Suit. No, no, Laszlo Suit is Scarface. Oh. I didn't. I didn't write down the third guy because he was nobody. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, did he survive? No, he didn't survive. Uh, didn't Common kill him? Yeah, Common shot him a bunch of times. Right, and okay. then he, he also killed Jeeves, the bigger. Nazi Let's talk about oh, yeah. some more when he falls on the chainsaw and the blood goes there. I right. mean, the, the violence, the shooting is pretty good. It's pretty good once they, once everything goes off and like they're in the elevators and they're in these lobbies and well, yeah, there's and like different like, levels. Like stuff is happening on two or three different levels of the hotel. Sniped. Yeah, well, the Taraji yeah. P Henson stuff when she's like sniping. And we learned she's in love with Alicia Keys. Like, that was a whole, yeah. not yet another storyline that, you know, we don't, we don't yeah, get to know some, much like, about. This is some Southland Tales shit. <laughs> There's a- like, it's like they wanted to give everybody, okay, this is your character. This is your motivation. This is, you know, mm-hmm. some of your background. But they, you know it's they, just they, that we don't, we aren't going to show any of it in the movie because there's no time. Like, no, it's <laughs> like, it's like they gave everybody their secret backgrounds. Like right, they yeah. gave every actor like here's your secret. Like this is a secret that only you know. Yeah, like and what, no one else what knows. Did the, like what did Carnahan tell Curtis Armstrong, yeah. Booger, to be like to give make him do that lawyer scene where he's crying like that? This is who this is who fucking lo- your lawyer. Yeah, Morris here's your ne- whole backstory. Um, and also I want to know I want to know about Rupert Reed, Jason Bateman's character. He's got the fucking coal sword <laughs> all over his mouth and shit. Jason Bateman's all sweaty and he's, he's wearing women's underwear when yeah, he wakes up in and the, the bed and the rabbit. Like, he's, uh, great. Yeah, the rabbit. he's great in this. Like every I don't know. It's just like but you want okay, that's great. Give me more of that. Well, there's no time cuz we've also got 87 other characters in this yeah. movie. You know, I think that the the movies that we do the most actually like talking about on this podcast are the movies that we're the most disappointed in the movies that we're like what you blew it (laughs) like you fucking blew it yeah like you had everything and you just pissed it away (laughs) 
Like I, it's it's almost like we have to be angry to actually do a podcast where we talk about the the good and bad in a movie. If it's good, we're just like this movie's fucking great, guys. <laughs> like the killing is good and the the dialogue is good. It's just good. Watch it's, it's it. good. It's, it's just good. go watch it's it. Good it's movie. so good. It's good. And if it's bad, we're like this movie. Fucking sucks, and then we end up talking about like balloons or something. Like, That's because it's a lot. Five minutes. I mean, it's a lot easier to just like you guys like red balloons or like rip blue. it apart. I'm a big fan of red. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. But like, we talked at length about like uh, Raiders recently, and you know, so if something's really good on another level, maybe we also get into it at, at that in that same way. Right. Before we but. finish wrapping up this movie, though, when we should wrap it up. But I, I just want to say, like, do we have any scenes that stood out, like? As far as good kills, um, and good, yeah, I mean, when the Nazis are in that room and like fighting with Common and those guys, like there's some pretty good gory shit, I guess. But it's again, it's like I can one part of my brain can go technically this action is pretty good, but then the other part of me is like, but I also don't give a shit what happens to any of them. <laughs> uh, I would say yeah. the scene with Chris Pine when he's when he's like using is it Ben Affleck as a marionette yeah 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 it's just like where did that come from like mm-hmm. that's so that's why there's these little flashes so great. of like, something it's so good yeah. good where like you can't like joe carnahan like the guy's talented for sure like he's a talented director he's a talented writer we didn't talk about the fact that he is going to direct the new american remake of the raid which is one of our all-time oh, favorites on this podcast i don't i don't even know what to that expect with that one yeah, yeah. so let, so i mean i was thinking about this while we we're watching this i was watching this movie I, the action could be good in it like you know he's shown that i think the shooting shit the violence he can bring the right level of violence like there's a good this movie the smoke and aces is pretty fucking violent yeah but this smoke and aces is just it's gunplay shooting it's all gunplay there's nothing there's no martial arts stuff no. so that's what i'm wondering is this remake of the raid gonna even have martial arts or is it gonna be a gunplay movie <sighs> that's gonna suck don't, don't even i ra- i would much rather they fucking leave the raid alone it does not need a remake yeah so however if i was are we him, gonna watch it if if it comes out of course i am yes <laughs> if i was him what i would do is i would just be like all right here give me a give me a couple million dollars to make it and then i would just like show them the original movie and yeah. be like here you go it's been made it's, it's been perfect made. i just Fuck don't understand off. why you would remake it it's not like it's that old no but it's because it's it's there's not, a there's a whole selection of people from the west and north america who are never going to watch cuz the the yeah. uh, there's indonesian, barely the indonesian like, version of the there's movie. not that much talking it doesn't matter it. It absolutely does not matter. They're not, you're like, not going to get oh, them. Oh, fuck that. Who's I don't, in it? I don't like Tom to Cruise read. I don't uh, like to I'm read not movies. Interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> the thing is, it's, like, it's a sliding scale, though. Because yeah, no, like, there's that, too. There's I, don't, also, I don't read subtitles. And there's certain things that, like, like some people... All, it's not presented in a certain um, way. Like, it's not... Like, it's it's che- it's clearly cheaper than a movie you watch produced in America. Yeah, it's yeah. grittier. It doesn't, it doesn't have this polish to it. It doesn't have any recognizable stars in it. It's spoken, you know, it's in another language. There's a whole shitload of people who are never going to fucking watch the movie. And then, but then there's also the thing is like, okay, like I watch foreign movies, but there's certain foreign movies I don't watch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where I say it's a sliding scale where it's like, you know, I'm just further down that, that road. Like we all are Mm -hmm. to varying degrees. Like we're going to, you hate, you hate Laotian films. Yeah. Mostly (laughs) from Laos. Laos. Ugh. 
yeah. horrid country. You always you're telling me how lousy they are. Lou- they're so <laughs> lousy. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we watch more foreign movies than, say, most people. But there's a lot of people who watch a lot more foreign movies that we would never watch. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if somebody can make a few dollars off of remaking the raid with uh, yeah. fucking who the fuck would be in the raid like, can you even imagine like who Keanu, would... <laughs> Keanu could do he's it he's too old he's not too old the fuck are you talking about he's John fucking Wick it could be Keanu and Tom Cruise together oh Tom Cruise is... that might win me over <laughs> that because then we know we were getting practical shit from everybody yeah I mean other than that, like, what are you, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's I, I young stars that we've never heard of. Scott Atkins. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'm so, a big fan. I'm Scott gonna Atkins say, fan now. I was about to say I've become a huge fan of Scott Atkins. And I, think, uh, I thought he was pretty good. In who's America? the director that we like now that follows us on Instagram? Jesse V. Johnson. Yeah, he's the director of. He's of my Avengers. my favorite director Threat. now. If you're out yeah. there, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like, I don't want to see the raid. I don't want to see. It. I don't want no, it remade. I don't want it full no, of white people. Like, and that's what's gonna be. It's gonna be fucking white people. Well, I bet you anything. Now, the bad guy is gonna be black. Any, any case, yes. I, I would way rather they didn't remake it. But we know it's being remade. So if it is being remade, I'm not entirely disappointed that it would be Joe Carnahan remaking it. At least that's somebody I know is talented who might might have a shot of doing some justice to it well better than fucking what, what, what's his name hmm. paul paul w.s anderson paul, yeah it's paul w.s anderson <laughs> yeah, yes much like, better than that like uh, or yeah like or who's the fucking creep that does the uh with the lichen movies the like in oh, I forget that guy's name. Yeah, Under- a fucking yeah. weirdo. Underworld is that yeah, Underworld. So like he is talented, but no he doesn't. Movies. He doesn't do hand to hand combat really in well, any has, of his he movies. He hasn't, but that doesn't mean he can't. Like you get, you have to get the people that are going to support you properly, right? Right. It's You're going to hire martial arts choreographers that know what they're doing. You're going to hire stunt d- directors that know what they're doing. Yeah, and and presumably some actors that can pull the shit off. Then you still can do it, yeah, because you know how to shoot a fucking movie properly. Hire if you hire the best people to be around you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. It's just about being like, just hiring the best and being like, I trust you to do this, right? And then you right. go, okay, here's you know he's he's working on the story aspects. Maybe he's got gunplay because the raid also did have gunplay in it. And then you were bringing in these other people and going, okay, now how do we? You storyboard this shit for me. How are we gonna, you know, how am right. I gonna shoot this fight scene, or whatever? So yeah. So I'm not worried about that necessarily. It's just a matter of is the studio gonna back him up properly to make it. But properly. can you really bring? I don't know if you can bring that intensity of the raid. Like, I don't think you, is, no, is no, the, it won't be. It won't be as violent. Have it won't a be a fucking guy like kneeing a person in the chest through a fucking story of a building. <laughs> no. No, probably it's not. not. No. Then it's probably can, not. Then can fuck, fuck right it. off. All right, what's our scores for smoking aces? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot we were talking about the raid. <laughs> I gave it a three. Uh, sorry, uh, my reaction is a uh, five, and uh, overall it's a four point eight. It's. I, I think. I think there's something about it that I like. I really like uh, Chris Pine in it. 
Ben Affleck, I like seeing Ben Affleck show up mm-hmm. in things. For fun. And I think that seconds. Ryan Reynolds, like, I think Ryan Reynolds is actually really good in it. Um, And uh, it, all the little Jason Bateman, everybody else, like, I, I like those things. I think that the five is, uh, it's a, what's the word? Generous? It's a, gener- <laughs> it's a generous five, but, you know, it's a five. So 4.8. Yeah, my uh, my overall score or my reaction, I should say, is a three, and it's because of all these frustrations we're talking about, where it's like this should be something good, but it isn't. My overall score ends up being a four point six. Yeah, my reaction is a three overall, four point two. I think it gives us a four point five. Then, so we're in the same neighborhood as Raw Force for different reasons. <laughs> um, this is two behind Raw Force between Under Siege and Stone Cold. 4.5. Oh, man. Stone Cold. Seems like so long ago. And seems so too low for how fun it is. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But, you know, here it is. That's where we are. Yeah. I mean, I, I wonder what our ratings would be if we just like changed everything and we just gave it a rating straight up of just like how fun we like, how much fun we had watching it. Yeah, well, it's always that weird pull going on, push and pull. I mean, we've made this like, list. How do I rate this versus like technically how good I know it is yeah. versus how entertaining I found it. We're working our way to a hundred. We're, yeah, 80, we're, getting, we're getting up there. 89 right now. Yeah. I what, think. what are we watching next? Oh, so next ballistic X versus sever again. N- yeah. Two. <laughs> oh God. It's the first movie again. We're just going to watch, you just watch just, somebody remade. You just the first watch movie. it in Spanish. <laughs> we're going to do a uh, double header. We're going to do White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. Oh, head to head. Head to head. Who did it better? This is the first time we've done this. Yeah, well, we tried to do it with Taking in Pelham 1, 2, 3, but I fucked it up. You didn't watch it. I didn't. Yeah, you refused to watch it. It was too too late. It was too late. No, 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 no. I'm not fucking watching that. Go back to the tape. You said, fuck (laughs) you, I'm not watching this movie. We'll discuss this later. But it was too late when you asked me to watch it. So I suggest you watch Olympus Has Fallen first and then watch White House Down. Oh, okay, really? Because you think White House Down is better. Oh, 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 spoilers. That's That's my guess. No, I just think it's a funner movie to watch. Okay. Okay. Where Olympus Has Fallen is like a... Serious action. What if I watch them both at the same time? That would be awesome. <laughs> you watch <laughs> 10 minutes of one. No, 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 no. Oh, no. you just put them both on two screens, two side screens, by side. Side by side. Both audio going. Both audio going. <laughs> I got one in the right here, ear and one in the left ear. <laughs> well, I think that would be an interesting experiment because I'm not sure you'd be able to tell which things yeah, happen in which happening. movie. <laughs> I think I could do it. Okay, well, thank you, you guys so much back. for listening. Um... Especially if you're a fan of Dustin. <laughs> Can somebody Definitely. out there just, uh, just write a review? Just let me know. Say you're thinking of me. Say you're thinking Thoughts of Dustin. And no one seems to like him online. <laughs> and he really needs a shout out. So if somebody could give us a review, just give us a five star review and talk about how much you love Dustin. That would be really appreciated. Uh, tell a friend, uh, download us, and uh, we'll see you next week.